Hi, everybody. Welcome back to the Fabcast. Uh, I'm Prem Desai, and I'm joined by fellow anime critics, Amaric Tar and Felipe Marinero. Um, today, we're covering Ponyo and Bell. Uh, but before we do that, we got to do a little housekeeping. You know, it's been a while since we had an episode. So we are no longer going to cover sponsors. the second half of... What? thought you were going to introduce sponsors. <laughs> no, no, no. I mean, we'll get there. Uh, but oh. no, we are uh, no longer covering the second half of Future Diary. Uh, we've given up on that. Uh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> what, do you, what do you have to say about that, Amar? Yeah, what do you have to say about what? that? Why is this pointed audience? on me? Could have forced me to... I'll watch it. I'm, I'll happily finish the show. Uh-huh. I... I I express extreme doubt. But um, regardless, if you uh, want more of us uh, and you want some more analysis of Future Diary, we are on Letterboxd, and someday I might finish Future Diary by myself and post a Letterboxd review. So feel free to check us out on Letterboxd. I believe we all just have our names as our Letterboxd profiles. I don't. Oh, okay. Maybe it's just me, actually. (laughs) Take that back. What, what is your name? It was like I don't know, man. It was something weird. It was like Philip. Um, well, I have to open Letterbox to, to to be sure. Yeah. Okay. Maybe we'll link our Letterbox in the description of the. Oh yes. Yes, yeah. we're we're that kind of critic. Yeah. Let me see. <laughs> Anyways, yeah, we can get into Ponyo if you guys are ready. Oh, it's Phil. It's Phil Marinheiro. Phil Marinheiro. Yeah, I'm sure all the viewers know how to spell your last name. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because that's how you spell sailor in Portuguese. So, And everyone knows how to spell sailor in Portuguese. Well, at least they can Google that. Felipe, it's, is it true that you're a friend with horses? Because that's what your first name means. Yeah, friends with horses, sailor. That's what it means. It means... Um, I... I I tried to befriend a horse before, but it didn't go very well for for yeah for me. Yeah, yeah. Well, we'll we'll have to hear that story sometime. Um, yeah, but we should really get to Ponyo. Okay, we're doing Ponyo first because we watch Bell before we watch Ponyo. Oh, we we can do Bell first. Yeah, you're right. Chronologically, we actually watched Bell all the way back in like January. Yeah. So this is a very belated. Review. <laughs> this will be a great review of a seven-month-old review. <laughs> yes. I remember hey, we have nothing about of... Bell. Remember absolutely <laughs> yeah? nothing. Okay. Well, let me remind you. Bell follows Suzu, a lonely high school student who becomes a globally beloved singer in a virtual world known as You. One day, a mysterious beast appears during her virtual concert, pursued by ruthless vigilantes. Suzu takes it upon herself to uncover the beast's identity using both her personal and virtual personas. Uh, I believe it's directed by Mamoru Hosada. Um, the movie uses like an interesting mix of uh, 2D and 3D animation. It's three, I think, I believe it's 3D animated when they're in the virtual world and 2D outside of it. Oh, you yeah. You guys remember, remember anything the, about Belle? I remember the 3D... Uh, like characters or monsters or whatever creature <laughs> the avatars of people but like i remember that those those characters are really weird in the in the game world that's all i remember yeah well okay <laughs> everyone outside the main characters is very weird yeah 
No, I was just I'm we watched this dubbed, right? No, I think we watched it sub. Oh, okay. Oh yeah, I probably maybe yeah. Because I'm looking at the cast and the English cast, it's it's an interesting choice of people. Yeah. yeah. I, I so one thing I do really like about this movie I, is the the music, which you know, good thing for a musical, right? Um mm-hmm. but I, I remember like listening to the English dub music and it was like surprisingly good because it the singer was fantastic, but she also sounded really similar to the the Japanese dub singer, which I thought oh. was a really nice like neat little thing. Yeah, I remember the music being being good. And I mean, I guess going back to the animation, I I do like the as you said, like the main characters. I mean, the the 2D world, I think it's it's very nice and to watch and is usually the the most um some of the scenes that I like the most were, were in the normal world. But in the in the 3D world, it's also I like the main character a lot, and then how they animate her. And Are you then, saying that because they made her really attractive in the 3D world? Maybe. It's funny because isn't like something about like oh you just get a random. I think there's something about you get like a random character, the yeah. character you like you truly are inside or something. And then some <laughs> people just get like fucked up like creatures that like have like I don't. <laughs> <laughs> yeah no yeah it's like it, d- it develops like how you look depending on like who you actually like are as a person mm-hmm. which makes it seem like many people are very strange people which might be true it is true mm, yeah um yeah Mar, but are you gonna add we... anything except mm, yeah <laughs> yes i will should I, we say I, this I is am going to this is a movie inspired by Beauty and the Beast, and it's it is a yeah. very different take. And I appreciate things that are you know different from. Oh, the both movies are like they are, like, yeah. Wow, we, this is yeah. a very well thought episode that we definitely planned before. Oh, I mean, <laughs> at least one of us did. At least one of us, and we know we all know it somewhere. Yes, it, <laughs> it was Craig. Craig, oh, Craig. the robot. Craig plans our entire lives out. Yeah, I'm really scared of Craig. <laughs> He's just sitting there in our Discord chat menacingly. Why are you going to this? Yeah, but um, I mean, I, I re- the 2D animation was like beautiful. Um, mm-hmm. And I'm generally kind of just, I find that 3D animation is like, I feel it's it's harder to make it land. I think just because you, it has to be like so expensive. I think sometimes to not look jank. Yeah. But um, come on, come on, you arcane fan. <laughs> but okay, but arcane is like so well animated. Um, yeah, but I I like the choice though, like the the choice to make it three D to kind of differentiate the virtual world. I I think that was a strong filmmaking choice. Yeah. That is that is a good point, especially because you know it's in the game anyway, so it, so it can look weird, and you know it's okay if it doesn't look like as real, or if there is a like a kind of uncanny valley yeah. <laughs> happening yeah. some characters. Yeah, um, yeah. Should we should we just talk about the canoe guy? Should we just make an episode about the canoe guy? Yeah, <laughs> I'm trying to remember what it is about the canoe guy, also the fact that he's canoe guy. Like, just, I don't know, man. I just remember him being a mate. I remember. 
Remember there was like one scene and I can't remember what was happening, but there was like, I think they were in like a train station or something, or it was a bus station. And then it was just two people were like realizing one likes the other. And it was just oh, the cutest yeah. thing ever. <laughs> uh, I remember was, that. That was yeah. good. Yeah. I remember he was also just like, wasn't he like the only person in the canoe club, but he was like trying to get everyone else into it. <laughs> yeah. He was the only guy. Yeah, that sounds very similar to the DePaul rowing team. Yes, which I experienced. But I was one of them, the ones that gave up on it and then left and then left the other ones to to stray. Wow, the hardest road. (laughs) Wow. Yeah. Yeah. Amar, what what are your thoughts on this movie? Yeah, are you alive, Amar? Yes. Yeah, I'm alive. I remember enjoying the 3D world lot as you guys mentioned uh, the 2d stuff i i really didn't care for oh uh, interesting yeah i thought the three yeah because you yeah, don't yeah. have a heart yeah maybe that's, <laughs> maybe that's why yeah like i didn't care i don't know like i i like the school stuff i thought was like pretty bland and like this was okay I really, I did like the music a lot, as Prem mentioned. Um, <clears throat> I think the animation was interesting, especially for an anime. Um, the 3D stuff, the 3D world stuff. Um, it was cool. It, I think it was an interesting modern day take, like the whole virtual reality thing. Um... It's also an interesting take on virtual reality too. I like the character designs. I like the beast. I think the beast was uh, well designed in the uh, 3D world. The beast yeah. that she falls like, in love with. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's interesting how like his design. I think they say that like the characters' designs like reflect who they are, and I think that's actually like a good example of that, where it. It like directly connects to who he is as a character and what he's going but through. But not in the way you expect. Yes, yeah. You know, yeah, which I thought was very, yeah. very clever, very smart choice. Because I think the way it ends. Definitely. It like goes. Yeah, sorry, go ahead. No, you can go ahead. I think the way it ends, like, I think the twist, like at the climax, it's like, um, yeah, you don't expect it. Because I remember he was like. It was like a kid, and he was like abused by his dad, right? Mm-hmm. And he went on VR to like, had like a better life for him, like the VR world, the 3D world. That's what happened, right? Yeah, it was just like he was he was being abused, and then like he tried to like kind of cope with it by just living yes. in the virtual world, and he was just taking out all his anger on everyone right. in the virtual world because he couldn't do anything in the real world. Right, right. Remember the those guys that were like the, oh, oh the no. patrol. Oh no, those yeah. guys, those guys made this. This those guys like reduced this movie by at least half a star. <laughs> like the the most annoying antagonist, and not in like a good way where you love to hate them. You just kind of hate yeah. to like watch them. Listen to yeah, yeah. Oh, listen to them speak. Oh, geez. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I like that they're they. Didn't end up as like you know the main protagonist. 
if I remember correctly, they didn't end up as a couple. It was kind of just a friendship thing. They mm-hmm. had a connection, and then, and then she goes there and then helps him a little bit with his, with his dad's situation there. Yeah, yeah. But, um, I like that. I liked how because they were obviously like doing this modern take in Beauty and Beast, and I liked how they actually went like went for it outside of just the fact that it takes place in a virtual world. Mm-hmm. It was an interesting execution. I agree. Is this how love is like? Yeah. Oh, really? Is this how love is like? Well, I don't think they're in love with each other. Yeah, well, they're in love, like in a friendship love kind of. But like not yeah. also like kind of just like yeah, kind of like oh, I care about you, and then yeah, and then it's a, yeah. Yes. Yeah. Well, love is hard to define. That's true. That's yeah. Wow. That that should be the quote of the day. Love is hard <laughs> to define. Yes. That's like actually a good quote. But uh, do you what what do you think of the 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 I don't know how like do you think do you think this is a possible like future like we we're gonna live in like a in the metaverse or something and then like even like some people in the metaverse are gonna be super famous with their avatars characters but then like in real life they're like nobody cares about them (laughs) i feel like it's already happening you're already starting to see it with like tiktokers i'm damn sure these tiktokers who you see they are like not as interesting as like well clearly you can already tell because there are a lot of tiktokers who are like already not interesting but the the lives that they portray on social media is not the lives they really have in real life yeah yeah no there's a lot happening. of influencers that i'm sure yeah i'm sure there's like well i know there's a lot of influencers out there who like yeah just like are super like have a ton of followers and are like living a really glamorous life on on like social media but like in reality have a ton of issues and are living very fucked up lives and mm-hmm. or are just lives that actually aren't glamorous at all to a mars point mm-hmm. yeah yeah like um these D'Amelio sisters they are like they're they are the they must be like the dumbest people on the planet or who what who, what who are you talking about? you don't know charlie D'Amelio and the... dixie D'Amelio? no what? dixie that's a cool name he's for real you don't know these people charlie no. oh no i think i've heard i think i think my cousin when she was going like uh telling me about the tiktok culture she oh they're tiktok they're like the tiktokers yeah. wow well but i didn't know that you're an avid what, tiktok user what kind, of, what kind of tiktok they do they just do like dance videos it's so fuck it's so oh, stupid dance videos. oh wow that's very original yeah yeah i don't think anyone has done no, that and, and get this they have a show on hulu it's like like basically just keeping oh, up with the kardashians song. but it's just like Keeping yeah. up with the D'Amelios. I just, I just think it makes so much sense that Hulu is the one that picked up that show. Yeah. I'm gonna watch that. I fucking hate Hulu. I love Hulu. Hulu is my favorite. You know what What's I realized today? My hatred of Hulu grew like twice as big today because I realized that Prey is not in theaters because they just wanted to put it on Hulu instead. Oh, Hulu. Yeah, you have to love Hulu though. Hulu. No, you can't even get it in HD on on a laptop. I discovered that. 
Isn't that well, sad? I just hate that they're How can you like not stream your streaming service HD on a laptop or a computer? That's ridiculous, bro. It's pretty stupid. This is the year 2022. <laughs> because they don't want you to watch in a small screen or a laptop. They want you to watch on on a you know a big a small TV. No, a small TV at least. Yeah, at least yeah. Yeah, I oh, should but, watch Prey and Prey and 40 on my laptop. You have a monitor though. You can can you just like plug a I don't know one of those Roku Roku things and then you have can use it. Well, why can't I just stream it normally like every other streaming service in 1080p? Man, I'm sure there's gonna be someone from Hulu who's gonna tell us that that this is there is a way. Yes. But yeah. Maybe. Probably not. Yeah, but still very scummy of them to not put prey in theaters. Mm-hmm. It's really I random. do like Hulu. Yeah. <laughs> well, we should. Yeah, this episode is actually sponsored by Hulu. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. You guys are like, you're defending Hulu like you like corporate shills. Yeah, hey, I'm staying very neutral. That's yeah. fair. Yeah. Sorry. Sorry, I lumped you in with Felipe. Like, I am defending. Yeah. I think I don't know what the what Felipe like what drugs he's on. I'm on the drug. Well, okay. I'm just saying that if Hulu wants to sponsor this this podcast because they do have some anime there, uh, we should we should keep our uh, doors open. You know, don't burn any bridges. Yeah, that's fair. Yeah, I'm sorry, Hulu. I just <laughs> you frustrate me sometimes. Yeah, or really all the time. Oh, 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 so I remembered something by looking at my letterbox review. Um, there's one lady in this movie. They're like, there's, there's a, do you guys remember like the, the group of old ladies that, um, I don't even remember what they service they have in the plot. I think like the main character like interacts with them somehow. But anyways, I think one of the, one of them like casually mentions how she like decided mm. to study abroad in Ohio. Oh, yes. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know, like, why anyone would decide to choose to study abroad in Ohio. I mean, you know, depending where you are in the planet, but they're in Japan, they should be fine, you know? I mean, maybe they want to go to Ohio to, like, maybe they want to go to Toledo. Ohio. Toledo, Ohio. But out of all yeah. the places in America to go to study abroad. There's some, listen, Ohio. there's something satisfying. I think there's something interesting about the Midwest and, like, Ohio is, like, the... Midwest. Midwest. It's literally Midwest. <laughs> Middle West. You study abroad in Chicago. That's what Felipe did. Yes, I did. Chicago's so Chicago. basic, though. Come on, Felipe. You gotta... What What makes Is Ohio it? exotic? <laughs> it's such a like unique <laughs> choice you would never expect. Yeah, I think, you know, sometimes when you do study abroad, you don't really or they, yeah. can choose from the many options depending Wait, Felipe. on whatever program Felipe, you're doing. Like, like, do, yeah. like, do you're like Brazilian, like someone who's like, someone who is like, like deeply Brazilian or like deeply, I don't know, whatever. Like, do you think they know? Very deeply yeah, Do you think they, they know yeah. anything about Ohio? 
thing of this look at a map and they're just like yo i want to go more high no really, yeah i guess that's the thing we're like oh america it must be america you know it's like all we think it's all the, i mean if, if you think of other countries too you know like oh i'm gonna go to japan you just think you're going to japan yeah. you don't really think too much it's like if it's like a big city a small city you think it's gonna all kind of be the same even though it's not <laughs> you know? yeah i don't know yeah yeah, so no. they're like, oh, I'm going to be so exciting to study abroad in, in the U.S. Yeah. and then have the uh, United States, like, whatever, high school or college experience. And mm, then you go yeah. there and realize it's like, oh, fuck, I'm in Ohio. Yeah. <laughs> Looks like my voice thing is, like, uh, the connection is, like, kind of fucking up. It keeps going red. Yeah, Craig is, like, not really yeah. having Yeah, yeah. I'm, being, I'm being surprised. Craig is from Ohio. <laughs> <laughs> and he works at Hulu. Craig is Ohio and he watches Hulu. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah, what would you guys rate Bow? You know, I love I love that we're rating it like <laughs> yeah. months after because I think a movie should be should be consider, you know, like how it is gonna affect the rest of your life after you watch it, you know? Like uh is it gonna stay with you? Is it not? And I, I don't know. I don't know if Bell is really something that, like, I still remember things, you know, colors of it. <laughs> um, but I don't know if it's, you wow, know, it's going to uh, deeply color. I, rem- yeah, I remember colors more. You remember than that it's a color film. Not a <laughs> it, is, it is not black and white. I, if someone asked me, is Bell black and white, I would definitely answer it, like, no, but you should check. I'm not sure. Um, and, and I think. I think it's still it was still a good time. I remember having a good time. I don't. I remember canoe guy being like great. I remember that one scene that I tried to describe, but it was like very genuine and cute. And so I'm gonna give it a three stars. Three, three, three. What we're using anything funny? You know, like how people. I don't. I'm not. Anyways, three stars out of five. Yeah, it keeps my voice keeps. Oh fuck! <laughs> Your voice keeps fucking. <laughs> All right, it says I'm good right now. Maybe. Oh okay. You but, sound um, good. Yeah, the, the um, you rated it three and a half on Letterbox before, Felipe. Yeah, so. I do. I do think like um, I think there is a case. I think it could be three and a half. It's just because I am. Yeah, I think oh. it's it was probably a three and a half experience, you know, but not a, a three and a half when you're like, it goes like a year and you're like, oh, trying to remember what happened in the movie. <laughs> that is fair. Should you go yeah. next? Okay. Yes. What would I rate it? I mean, yes, of course. <laughs> I gave it a three and a half. I'd probably stick with the three and a half. It's like, yeah, I don't know. It was a uh, good. It was good. That's really, yeah. Three and a half is pretty. It's a fair score, I think. It's fair. Wow. Do you think Prim is alive? I, my dude, this is so frustrating. It keeps sp- like the my ping keeps spiking by like several several hundred, just like every couple seconds, and then going back down. Ugh. Oh, you're going back down? 
No, my ping. Back down? Oh. My ping is oh, all over the place. <laughs> your ping is all. You should pong. Your it. ping. <laughs> Uh, that's funny. We lost our, our <laughs> audience right now. Uh, I don't know what to do, guys. It's it's like it keeps spiking. It is quite interesting how it keeps spiking. I wonder, do you think maybe the, if the door is open, it's going to let the, <laughs> the Wi-Fi, Wi-Fi is just waves um, if the door is open. Maybe Wi-Fi's are polite like vampires. They have to be allowed and we attempt to move on to our next movie. Well, real quick, I uh, I gave Bell four stars, and uh, I'd probably nice give it uh, four stars again. Mm, nice, nice. Yeah, I I think I give it a little extra points because for most musicals, I I found that I generally don't really get too into the songs, but I I really really love the songs for this one, so I got to give it extra brownie points for that. Nice. That's good. You're, you're very generous with your scores. Yeah. Uh, all right. Let's. Uh, yeah. yeah I, I, I. I could go on a whole rant about that, but I actually disagree. I think I, a lot of other people are way too harsh with their scores. I think I'm harsh with my scores. I think I was harsh giving it three, but I think I should follow my heart, and that's. And I think that was some kind of lesson in this movie. That's somehow. all you can, you do. can do. Yeah. That's all you can do. Maybe I should stop. Maybe I should be one of those people who just doesn't rate movies. Yeah, I think that's lame. I like not rating movies. Not rating movies is my favorite thing to do. The only problem is, like, I forget how much I like. Like this, I like. I forget how that I like. I like enough to give it three and a half, for example. So I like. I just like going back and seeing how much I thought it was at the time that I watched. More than, like, I. But I don't like disclosing each other. You know, I, I'm okay with the disclosing each other people part. I don't care that much. But uh, yeah, I, I like more of like just to keep track of myself as a diary. Yeah, that's one thing I really like about Letterbox. It's like a nice diary of like your your film yes. thoughts, your film journey. Let's move on to Ponyo. Ponyo. Ponyo is uh, another Ghibli Miyazaki movie, um, and it's essentially a take on Little Mermaid. Is it? Oh yeah, yeah. Um, it is a yeah, yeah. <laughs> Ponyo is a goldfish who escapes from the ocean and is rescued by a five-year-old human boy, Sosuke, after he is, she is washed ashore. Uh, as they bond with each other, the story deals with. Resolving Ponyo's desire to become a human girl against the devastating circumstances brought about by the release of her father's magic. What oh, did you guys I think of Ponyo? Oh, oh, you know. <laughs> yeah, Mario, watch most recently, so you should you should talk. Yeah, I mean, it's more. a pretty simple story. And I think, I was thinking about this, I think the fact that it's very simplistic actually benefits um a lot because i think miyazaki is like allowed i feel like because i think the world is really interesting and i think it allows for him to kind of like do like play around in it and the, the story is like you know it's a pretty basic one and i feel like yeah does that make sense it is the, yeah. the little mermaid story and it's 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 also just like they try 
I don't know. The conflict is there for sure, especially with the yeah. the, mm. the huge like waves, mm. <laughs> like the tsunami going on. But like, but yeah, it it's kind of like things are going wrong, but they're still kind of like yeah, we're kind of fine. We're gonna yeah. be fine. We all know we're gonna be fine at the end. But I do love. <laughs> you know, it's kind of the... interesting. Yeah, I I I thought that was really yeah. interesting about the movie. Um, yeah. Yeah. Like, this honest, film, yeah. this movie has yeah. like such a. I feel like the scope of it is so like large, um, and like it's like the design of everything. I think is really like the design of the mother. I thought was really really great. Yeah, um, because she drinks beer. <laughs> Does she drink beer? Gets me. Well, we're talking about whose mother? Whose mother? Oh yeah, oh, you know, yeah. there's a lot of really good mothers in this movie. It's this is, pretty great. Of course, there's the best conversation that we never hear ever. That yeah, is like, yeah, just yeah, the mother yeah. stalking for yeah. Like, yeah, it just yeah, mm. the greatest what if in movie history. Yes, yeah. that I I wish I could hear their conversation. That this is, movie is like so like wholesome. The music just evokes like this very like. You know, just um, adventurous, wondrous sort of feeling, you know. And um, yeah, like mm-hmm. I can't, I can't understand someone who like hates this movie. You know, like I feel like if you hate this movie, you're like, you have no soul. Yeah, you hate life itself. <laughs> yeah, yeah, because that's. I think that's actually like like goofy as it sounds. I think that's very accurate, Felipe, because it's very. I don't know. I think this movie's just it's very much focused on like depicting like love between people and and the love that kind of interconnects people's lives. Like that's really what it's about. It doesn't like Amar was saying it has a very simplistic plot, but it it really shines in the way it it uh, mm-hmm. depicts its characters like various forms of love and the the different yeah. ways that different characters express it. Um yeah, I think it's like the best kids movie that I've ever seen, and I don't mean that in insult at all. I mean like in the kids genre. Like I think it's a oh, five wow. out of five. Yeah, I I agree. I think it, it is just or what we were talking before, like how the for Bell, like you know, it's kind of like this friendship uh, that they, you know, the main characters develop, and yeah. and this one is kind of like so pure. It's just like kids just. So like creating this love for each other that is not like romantic they it is just like they just like yeah. such good friends and they just like each other and like you know want to want to protect each other and they yeah and like especially the uh the what's his name again the sosuke well who's the the guy sosuke yeah sosuke is just his sense of like yeah. duty and then like <laughs> It's just so cute, and then it, it it is like you're watching like kids, but you're watching like the most beautiful kids ever, <laughs> not like those annoying yeah. kids that just scream. All yeah. time. Yeah. I agree. I, I really like Sosuke. I think he's a very uh, you know, it's... and Ponyo too. I think they're both just Ponyo has like this very like energetic, uh, positive. Well, I think it's probably because she's just very excited to be here. She's literally a fish out of water. No. It's interesting to see her sort of like interact <laughs> yes. with the world around her. Yeah, yeah. The world of this film, um, 
it's very imaginative yeah. in like all the ways that we were talking about, but also it's just yeah. like so mm-hmm. breathtakingly animated. It's oh, just yes. right from the opening. <clears throat> it's it's absolutely brilliant. The the colors and just like mm-hmm. the dynamic, nat- expressive nature of the animation. There's so much going on in the frame. I remember there's this part of the movie where it's uh, depicting yeah. Ponyo and Sasuke like leaving this flooded house, and they're obviously like the focus of the shot. But you can just see like a little octopus like crawling in in the corner of the shot. And it's just like yeah. such a lovingly animated detail. Yeah. And there's just so many things like that. Um, that in addition to like the the big like adventure mm-hmm. sequences, um, it's just like thoroughly um lovingly animated. It is great. It like it's such and it's the attention to details, not only like in the background, but just yeah. how the characters move. You can see like when they're going in or inside the house or something and then like they the way they like take out their shoes before it's like very like natural yeah. to like a kid that is trying to run inside the house real quick and just you know it feels like a lot li- like a world that is like alive and it's not like just a you know a, yeah. a character like going from point a to point b yeah. and doing things like you know yeah you know it's interesting about the animation um I was reading a little bit about like the development of this movie um and I found a thing about how Miyazaki took a different approach to the animation uh in this film after seeing a um a painting at a, at a museum in Britain and like this is like one of his later films as well so I just find I found that so interesting cuz he basically he was just like he saw he saw this painting and he said I thought my work is shoddy compared to these artists. I was just astonished. At that point, it became clear to me our animation style could not go on as before. And that was like while he was developing Ponyo. Um, and I think it's so interesting that this this filmmaker who's like known for some of the greatest you know works of animation just like saw this painting and then was like, oh, my animation could be so much better. And then they made this movie, which is like incredible, yeah. even by Studio Ghibli's really really high standards for animation. No, definitely. Yeah, it is. It is just so nice, and it's like kind of yeah. one of the ones that he wanders the most, and has like, like the yeah. first sequence is just like a long time with like no dialogue. It's mm-hmm. just you know the Ponyo trying to escape a, her little yeah you know, father's house submarine. I don't know what that is exactly, but and then it's yeah, it it just lets the the animation like like rock i don't know it's pretty it's pretty interesting what what they do and the texture of it the texture seems very different from and then maybe that's like what the painting inspired like the oh, way yeah. he like paints the frame itself you know it just feels you're talking about colors too but it's just it just feels different from from all i've seen uh from him before yeah i agree It it's like I I already felt it was like the the best animated out of you know all the Ghibli films that we we've, we've seen so far, but like yeah. it makes so much sense just knowing that behind the scenes story about it because they apparently he made a he made a concerted effort to right to right. Uh, work more on the animation yeah. with this one, and I think it, it's no, yeah. I, was, I was like thinking about because we watched sorry you go <laughs> okay go ahead please go it is just take the floor. No, I, I'm never gonna, I'm never gonna take the floor. I'm gonna only take 
the boat, the tiny boat that becomes boat, a big boat. I love, I love how like they like light it up, go away, and let you speak like, with like a match. <laughs> like all of a sudden, it just, it just goes. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I know. Oh, I love it. I I also love how like the when all the like magic goes into the oceans or whatever, they like return to like prehistoric like times yeah, and like there's just cool. like all these cool ancient animals and stuff in the water uh, yeah no i was yeah, gonna say like, I was, we watched princess mononoke like was it like a couple of months ago um yeah and like you know i do really like i like yeah. princess mononoke still a lot but that i don't know there's like a clear difference between that movie and then this movie like i'd much rather prefer watching this Ponyo over that because I mean Princess Mononoke is a very like story driven movie and like I do think it is interesting but I don't know there's just something about this film that's just like so like I like I said this in my letterbox review like once I felt like I was getting a hug and like I'd rather get a hug than like see like (laughs) (laughs) it has some a couple of the best hugs in movies they just hug each other like she runs up and she's like her she's like kind of becoming like (laughs) human while she's like running up to him and then she hugs him like so yeah like i've never had like a it's uh i've never had like a real hug from someone but i feel like i've had the realest hug from this movie what (laughs) wow yeah we're watching this. I've had hugs. Oh man, is that true? You've is never it, had a hug, not, not even a from your family. Hug. Yeah, not a true hug, but not a, a true hug. Oh, yeah. <laughs> we gotta fix that for you. We're gonna, yeah. I can hug you. We're, 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 it's gonna come. It is gonna happen. And when it happens, you know, we set up. Actually, don't. Actually, that's okay. probably going to ruin the hug if you think about that. So don't think about that. Just enjoy the hug when you're hugging. Okay, one thing we have to talk about like this is <laughs> Fathom Events. Now, I know you don't want to hear about Fathom Events because, like, who cares about <laughs> yeah. Fathom Events? Yeah. Fathom Events should sponsor us. Yeah, they, they should, especially after the surreal experiences that we've had <laughs> watching the Ghibli films. Oh, yeah, because I was high when it was... Okay, maybe... I don't yeah, know if I should disclose it. high, though. <laughs> oh. we were watching this movie and like we we got in yeah felipe came in high and like of course fathom events has like 45 minutes of like previews or whatever where they just loop the same five minute video but like they had like a bunch there was a bunch of really weird aspects to it there was like this part where they just like had pumped in crowd noise and it was like really surreal because there wasn't that many people in the theater but like there was a ton of crowd noise. <laughs> that uh, was the scariest thing, like, like high experience I ever yeah. had. It's like where, like you know, it's like, am I tripping? Where is this noise coming from? Like, who are these people? Is like, are they voices in my head? <laughs> you were pretty close to tweaking out. It was actually, it was very funny. Uh, yeah. <laughs> but um, yeah, and then they they also like unprompted just played this like Ghibli Museum video, right? <laughs> and it's just like, it's not. It's it's this video of like it it starts with these like drone shots of or like helicopter shots of like the Ghibli Museum for like a solid like minute and you're like what like what is going on right now and there's some like weird imagery where there's like this this image of like like this giant blow up Totoro doll 
that's like and, and just it is like be, but it's like in the background of like something but then they just like zoom in and it's like totoro and then it's like just like with that big smile that totoro has but it's like he's like in the dark it's in the dark and it's like super it gets like kind of creepy and i was just started laughing because i was kind of is you know when you're laughing out of like despair or something that was, <laughs> <laughs> it, was it was it was really weird it was like like imagine like a like a realist like a virtual real estate tour, but like for like the Ghibli Museum, and it's like kind of weirdly creepy Damn. and moody. That's that's what we got. Uh, shout out to Fathom Events. Yeah, shout out to Fathom Events for giving us that <laughs> surreal experience. Brilliant! Five out of five. Um, yeah, better than yeah. the Little Mermaid. I I don't think the Little Mermaid. Yeah. Is necessarily bad. I haven't seen it in a while, but. I think this is definitely yep. better. I don't. Yeah. I am in complete agreement. Yeah. I uh, haven't seen that in a while, but I there's agree. no way it's, it's as good as this one. Uh, I just, the moms in this movie are amazing. Shout out the to moms, the moms yeah. out there. The moms, oh my God. Uh, just. <laughs> shout out to the moms. Just like the, yeah, shout out to the moms out there. See, yeah. we regained our mom audience at least. Yes, mom audience. We should, yeah, yeah let's. Wow. We should have like a anime podcast, which like the target audience is just moms. Is moms, <laughs> yeah. Hey, you know I she like the mom in Future Diary as well. Oh yeah, oh yeah. She's a little. She's very funny. I like her. Anime yeah. has some good moms out there. Actually, talking about moms, I I made my mom watch this movie because I was just like, I don't know. I think we were just in the living room back, like you know, in the pandemic a couple years ago, and then. I was like, oh, this movie's kind of cute. I'm just going to play it. My mom's like, oh, okay. I guess, like, oh, you're, like, weird. You're, like, anime, but okay. <laughs> and then, like, <laughs> and then I just let it there. And then I had to do something. So I just left the living room. And then when I came back, she was, like, still watching, like, with her eyes, like, completely, like, you know, entranced by, <laughs> by the movie. She's like, this is so beautiful. Yeah. She's almost, like, crying. <laughs> oh, wow. That's, that's great. Yeah. Wow, so That's good moms. Cute. Yeah, uh, the the scene I just remember. There's like, there's like a scene like I think in like the yeah, first act where they kind of like depict the whole like family dynamic with Sasuke and his mom and like their dad who's like a sailor who's away from home and <laughs> just the way yeah. the mom is characterized is. That's when she has a like, beer. Yeah, <laughs> it's just it feels so like fully mm -hmm. formed and, and human. She doesn't just feel like this cardboard cut out of a really nice mom or something. She has complexity. Yeah. Um, she gets frustrated, but she um, she also is like extremely nurturing. I just, uh, the, the characters mm -hmm. in this movie, and especially especially that character, are just so lovingly oh. um, brought to life. Oh, yeah. Remember when she's like, when, or like when yeah, Sasuke yeah, yeah, is yeah. like, saying like, oh, I'm going to leave my bucket outside. So like Ponyo, if like she's like, She's coming back. She'll know where to go, and and then she looks at him. It's like, yeah, that's a very nice thing. You should do that. And he's like, oh, yeah, clearly yeah. he's like not gonna help yeah. at all. But she like just comforts him in like yeah. the most wonderful way. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah. Also, she's like the most badass, like Fast and Furious driver. Oh yeah. Yeah. She is. Props to her. My mom yeah. can't drive. Better than Vin yeah. Diesel. She's. <laughs> She's she's wild as a driver. She's willing to, to get through anything. Yeah, Mar, we know your mom is not the, <laughs> <laughs> the best driver. 
Yeah, you do. Learn from the best. Yeah, my mom's not that great of a driver either. She's not bad, but she's not that great. My, it, my mom is like just panics whenever she. I don't know. Usually when other people are driving, but like when it's like night and she's like, oh my god, it's night. It's like, I, I can't can drive now. It's night. It's, what's going to happen? She's like, she's like, she gets like super like almost like a panic attack because oh, like, wow. if like we're driving and like, you know, like, I don't know, <laughs> the sun sets and, and it's like gets dark and she's like, oh, she just like, I don't know. It's not like a really logical thing. She's just like, oh my god! It's yeah, like all, all the lights I can see. <laughs> it's like, is she afraid of the dark? No, she's more afraid of like, like I don't know. Maybe just, just driving, driving in general. Yeah, and like even driving during the day. Now nowadays, I think she's just getting more scared each day. Each day? Oh, it's getting worse. Wow. Yeah, it's getting a little worse. I don't know. I haven't seen her in a while, you know. But like. I told you, like in Mexico, when I when I um, rented a car there, uh, which was a funny thing to do. But um, and then when we were driving, because you know I don't want to I don't want to like um, exclude more of our audience. But Mexican drivers are not the <laughs> safest drivers. And then my mom was <laughs> oh just like, "Oh my god, <laughs> someone's being a little racist." Our Mexican today. audience is completely gone. <laughs> <laughs> well if you have a problem dm me oh no reach out to me in letterbox somehow um and then <laughs> but basically she was like freaking out because we're going to like this other city we're in mexico city we're going to puebla and then my mom was like oh my god i was driving but she was like oh my god we're gonna die it's like oh wow you, you, why 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 are we doing this you should go back now and i'm like mom just can you please chill? You're stressing me out. I was not even, you know, it's like, she's like, but this drivers, this drivers are insane or something. I don't know. <laughs> it was funny. <laughs> yeah, that is. Uh... Yeah. So my mom wouldn't, I don't know, maybe when like, you know how that like, when adrenaline, mm. an adrenaline rush, maybe, you know, the whole like thing with like, a mom can lift like a truck to save their kid. Whatever. Yeah, whatever. yeah. Maybe if, Maybe if a tsunami was happening, maybe my mom would turn on her her uh, Vin Diesel and <laughs> and do some Tokyo drifting for us. But yeah, that is basically <laughs> what the mom does in this movie. <laughs> she literally Tokyo. Like, yeah, she's she's out there Tokyo drifting, and this movie. Okay, we kind of touched on it a little bit before, but this movie is like I. One thing that's so interesting about it is is. All it's like it's one of the most wholesome movies I've ever seen. But also, if you think about what's actually happening in the movie, it's extremely like dangerous and terrifying. And I think that's so such an interesting contrast. Like, there's this like world-ending event happening. People are like in danger of dying like constantly. But it's just also like actually one of the like five most wholesome movies I may have ever seen in my life. That's crazy to me. It's true. Don't really. When I was watching, you don't really like care <laughs> no i mean you do care but like it's like in the background like you're kind of like just like attained by like dosuke and ponyo it is just really good at putting in like you in the perspective of the the children and then mm. just being like oh you know the world is ending but it's fine I have yeah <laughs> yeah exactly by my side. yeah <laughs> uh that's why this is the best kids movie ever you could show this to any kid Yes. Even if they're like three. 
yeah even if they're like 35 yeah their interior kid is gonna yeah yeah. good stuff i think this is a good good um discussion i think that's probably it um Next time, we're going to cover uh, Kiki's Delivery Service and revisit our fan favorite Japan news segment. Um, oh, shit. Really? Also discuss our future anime endeavors. Really? Oh, we, we and we talked about a little bit about Kiki the Re- Delivery Service already. And then I think there's going to be there's going to be more discussions in the in that episode. More. Uh, yes. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, more conflict between the members. Uh, yeah. Yes, there. It kind of seems oh, like there oh, yeah. will be a little bit of conflict. Yeah. <laughs> it definitely will be. Yes. Indeed. <laughs> okay. Wow, that's very <laughs> ominous. Wow. Yes. Well, uh, that'll do it for us. See you around next time. Goodbye.